time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. Do 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 gaga. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser. Did I, did I do that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. And joining me as always, your chuckler of knowledge, Chad Crispin. Faux shizzle, bitches. <laughs> and Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. How the fuck are you this evening? Okay, so I stroked out there at the beginning, but it's okay. We will keep pushing on. So we got a delicious movie for you today the hills have eyes but before that it's slice of life <laughs> chad started <laughs> off uh, <laughs> well to start off i'm feeling much better i got rid of that chest cold there you go that's yeah. good uh aside from work i just had a nice lazy weekend i didn't do much i checked out some uh cool shit on disney plus <laughs> i sat i sat down and started watching the aristocats with my youngest daughter and 10 minutes in she passes out she's sitting there <laughs> snoring away i'm like shit i gotta watch this by myself so I watched that and Mickey's Christmas Carol, and I finally got to watch the first episode of The Mandalorian. Excellent How was show. that? Love it. Very Excellent! Good. I haven't watched the second episode yet, but uh, yeah, it was really good. So uh, that was my uh, my weekend. How about you, John? Uh, hey, there's your sexy faces. I was just going to ask you if you could do that. <laughs> where, where are you? Um, Jesus Christ. Like, dude. So let's see my week, blah, blah, blah. work, bullshit, nothing. Uh, also Disney plus, but not star Wars, uh, more on the Marvel side. And okay. So I got to make an honorable mention here that I, uh, we talked about in our chat, but I'll bring it to the listeners. Listen, if you're watching Darkwing Duck, when you get to the end of the very first episode, yeah, you know, where exactly I'm going to push it. Uh, When you get to the end of the episode and he's fighting, I don't know what the hell. He's like fucking Poison Ivy. He gets on the lawnmower and he goes, let's go toss a little salad. (laughs) Best fucking line ever. And uh, besides that, I helped a buddy level his floor yesterday at his new house. And then uh, sat down and watched this movie. Hey, I I, I got a question for you, bud. Yeah, you, you were checking out the Marvel stuff. Now we had Disney Plus on day one, and I was checking out the Marvel stuff, and mm-hmm. I could have sworn on day one neither the first Iron Man or the first Thor movie were there, but then I logged on Saturday and they were there. Interesting. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn they were not there on day one. Uh, well, I don't know if I can honestly validate that because I don't know if I actually checked it out on day one or if it was like the second day. But I don't know. I mean, listen, I like it. Is it going to kill all the other streaming services? No. <laughs> 10 million people signed up. 10 million. Keep, keep oh, listen. Keep it's going to be awesome. It's it's going to be it's going to do fantastic. This is, you know, they're going to be adding more stuff here pretty soon. Like all, all after after like February, all the Marvel shit's going to be on there. No, 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 no. I'm not even going on that aspect. I'm just going on like all the rest of them are going to play the whose dick is bigger game. Well, yeah, yeah, look at Netflix. Like, that's why Netflix, Netflix is Netflix, yeah. Yeah, right. So you know, it, it's all going to work out for all of us in the end. You know what I mean? Like, so not only is it, it going to work out for us, but it's really going to fuck over Comcast, Dish, DirecTV. 
they're going to be losing did a you, lot of money. Did you see they're the new meme? Up their game, so it's all good. Yeah, like you said, it's going to work out no matter what. Did you see that new meme where it was like somebody's going to package up all these apps and call it, you know, invent cable? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw like, an app where it said there's no other better streaming service than somebody said Netflix. And then you see the baby Yoda and it says, my beer, you will hold. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, man. Like, okay. <laughs> Disney Plus is great, but, you know. No horror, so it doesn't yeah. really work for us in this group. So, well, all the all the all the uh, Fox stuff is going to be on Hulu. So, although I will say I would personally take a pardon on Return to Oz because I think that okay. could be questionable. Uh, I would say the same for the Black Hole. It has some very horrific elements to it too. But uh, yeah, Bobby, how was your week, buddy? Uh, my weekend was wonderful. I was with Miss Tisa Wicked of Wicked Wednesday celebrating her birthday Wicked. in Pennsylvania. With uh, her mom and uh, her sister. And then uh, Friday we were doing stuff. Saturday we were running around. And then that was those two days. It was a wonderful weekend. And then Sunday was dinner with my friend Taylor and her and her uncle. <laughs> they invited me. So I was like, okay, sounds, sounds wonderful to me. And then uh, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> That's it. I, I keep it short and simple. But it was a wonderful weekend. It was great. And... Uh, now I'm here chilling with you guys, and I'm having a little Southern chilling comfort as we do this man. shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, on Saturday, before we leave. T- I was like, wait, TJ, how? <laughs> yes, I will segue into myself. Saturday, Bye. I had a show with Jeff Burr. That was Damn awesome. It, Bobby. <laughs> Speaking of Jeff Burr, I got a, I got a big strong story for you. Hit it. Oh, fuck. That was a okay. That was a wonderful fucking story. Yes. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, wow. Best story ever. So best if best you guys, motherfucker, ever. let me tell the story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at the beginning of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface, the good one, uh, you know the convenience store, the gas station. Yeah. Yes. Mick designed all that. Art directed, no carpentry, shit. all of that, right? So... When the hill, when the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three was filming, early in the morning, Jeff Burr went to the well, went to the gas station, and was checking out angles, seeing what would work and what wouldn't work before the the rest of the cast and crew got there. A guy in a car pulled up, got out, and it was Michael fucking Berryman, <laughs> and he goes, "Really? Do you work here?" <laughs> and, and, and said, "What?" Uh, no, he goes, "Sir, you're mistaken. This is a film set for a horror movie." <laughs> And he goes, I know a little bit about that. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm an actor. <laughs> he goes, oh, really? So Mick Strawn fooled Pluto. That's hilarious. Into thinking that a, a set gas station was a real gas station. That's awesome. I mean, I don't know about you, but if you're in the rural part of Texas and you see that, yeah, I would think it's real, too. If it's like, um, I, I gotta it looks say, pretty fucking real. I got to say, I'm surprised that that guy did not recognize Michael Behrman at first sight because that that's unmistakable. Sin. That's a sin. That's all I got to say. OK, that's a sin. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want to throw this out there, too. Another thing that happened this weekend was I went to Redbox and bought a couple used movies. I bought Godzilla King of the Monsters for four fucking dollars. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Blue I didn't even know you can awesome. do that. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> You'd be surprised. The, the only ones that you can't buy used movies out of are the uh, Redbox ones that are at Walmart. No Walmart yeah, allows them to sell That's for sure. No Walmart. So Wegmans is, is fair game. You guys don't have that shit probably down there. Oh, Wegmans. 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 If you are from Rochester, New York, you literally will. If 
Wegmans had a dick, they would all suck it. Oh, okay. Really? Like that's how like, popular in, that in public or is there set times you can do this? I think they would all join in and hold hands at the same time. That's they love hard. it that much. I mean, it's a dope grocery store, but it's a fucking grocery store. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Okay, guys, let's get on to that the episode. Moving on. Moving going. on, motherfuckers. Tumbling okay, so before I, I boost up too much loudness here. Okay, uh, this is The Hills Have Eyes from 1977, directed by The Wes Craven, written by The Wes Craven, produced by Peter Lockie, starring Russ Grieve as Big Bob Carter, Virginia Vincent as Ethel Carter, Susan Lanier as Brenda Carter, Robert Houston as Bobby Carter, <laughs> D. Wallace as Lynn Wood, Monsby as Doug Wood, Brenda Mirnoff as Baby Katie Wood, James Whitworth as Papa Jupiter, Cody Clock as Mama, Lance Godon as Mars, Michael Berryman as Pluto, Peter Lockie as Mercury, credit as Arthur King. Why Music the fuck by- are you saying Carter like you were from Boston? <laughs> Carter. 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 You got, your, you got your khakis or your cockies? <laughs> fuck. Music by Don Peak. Cinema by Eric Saarinen and edited by Wes Craven, distributed by blah, 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 distributed by Vanguard, released July 22nd, 1977, runtime of 89 Moomentos, budget about 350, how the fuck it budgeted ranges between 350,000 and 700,000, that's a big fucking gap, get it right, gross 25 where's the other, million, where's the other $400,000? I don't know, but we got a fucking doozy of a trailer today, boys, here we go, and Chad? Yo, roll that beautiful bean footage. They wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. The hills have eyes. Mister, don't take your family back in that area. The silver has been gone for 40 years now. There's nothing back in there but animals. A lot. The old creep told you not to get off the road. What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Be hell to pay now. That was bad. She thought she knew what the world was all about, but nothing prepared her for this. The hills have eyes. A mother fighting for her child loses it in the worst possible way. I hit him with a tire iron and I split his face wide open. That was a bad mistake. I come back for you later, Curly. Why are you doing this? The story of an American family who lost everything except the will to survive. Murdered, raped, burned, but not beaten. The hills have eyes. The story of one family's refusal to die. I'm going to get those animals. The hills have eyes. A night of terror. A day of vengeance where no one was spared. No one. Kill the babe! Kill me! They fought back. Anything was a weapon. Jesus Christ, I'm a trailer. 
the family dog to the family car. It's working! The Hills Have Eyes. The most shocking, terrifying film you will ever see by Wes Craven, writer and director of The Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes. The lucky ones died first. Jesus Christ. Alright. The pieces trailer. Fucking trailer. Pieces trailer still wins out for me for best trailer length ever. Agreed. The length. Like, huh? It's all about the length. It's about the girth. How <laughs> oh, dare you! All I, Bobby, all I need is thirty seconds, buddy. That's all. That's all I need. Oh, oh damn! I don't need. I don't need that three minutes. Fuck that, shit. that was like minutes. half the movie. We're actually. gonna leave that alone. Who's gonna do the plot rundown? I'll do it. Do it, Bobby. Do it. Oh! Don't tell me with a good time. <laughs> While traveling in a trailer through the through the desert to California, the retired detective Big Bob Carter stops at an isolated gas station with his family for fueling and rest. Bob is traveling with his wife Ethel, his son Bobby. Hang up, Bobby. That's the same fucking name as me. <laughs> Motherfucker stole my. Can you shit. do? Can you do flips like him? I certainly could try. <laughs> I want to see that. His daughters, Brenda and Lynn. Shut up, John. <laughs> Monster Manny, baby. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And his son-in-law and Lynn's husband, Doug, and their daughter, Baby Cat. Hell of a name. When they leave the gas station, the owner advises Bob to stay on the main road. However, the stubborn driver takes a shortcut through the nuclear testing site and wrecks a station wagon. Sounds Greatest like vacation. Ever. Hey, we've all done it, haven't we? <laughs> Through a nuclear, yeah, there we go. With the family stranded in the middle of nowhere, Bob and Doug walk on the road trying to find some help. Bob is captured by an insane, sadistic member of a deranged, evil family that lives nearby the spot. Doug returns to the trailer, and along the night, the Carter family is attacked by the group of psychotic cannibal criminals. Sounds like a Disney Plus thing. Right. Absolutely trapped by the murderers, they have to fight to survive. Wes Craven at his, one of his finest moments in his career. Boys, continue. I just got to say, this whole thing could have been avoided if old Big Bob himself didn't freak out when he got buzzed by a fucking Air Force jet. Rex. Oh, I was going to say the rabbit. That too, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Technically, yeah. Well, it was, no, hey, it's a rabbit. It's a rabbit. I mean, Come on. that whole the combi- the the whole combination the rabbit, of damn it. loud. No, fuck the rabbit, dude. You do oh. not. Listen. This important fucking PSA Gormore safety tip. If there's an animal on the road, don't fucking swerve. Hit yeah, the bitch. No shit. Especially <laughs> <laughs> a fucking rabbit. You're terrible. Terrible. Fuck that squirrel, dude. How dare you? <laughs> Fuck off. But not only that, this whole thing could have been avoided, at least in this version, if he just listened to the fucking gas station clerk. Yep. yep. But we're not we're not paid to listen. He we're straight up was just shit. like, don't go back there, dude. There's, there's people. Yeah, back there. He's like, no, it. there's animals. <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't really go into it. But. All right, fine. A squirrel, I guess I'll spare one squirrel. Don't hit the <clears> fucking <throat> rabbit. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Why, it, Bobby? Right? You, you have a thing for rabbits, huh? <laughs> rabbit. We had, we had baby rabbits living in the backyard, okay? okay? I just want to say one thing, and I want to see if Chad already has in his notes, because I'm sure he'll react. Abe Snake. What? Abe Snake. Abe Snake. 
Abe Snake. I don't have that in my notes. Fuck it. You know, all right. So this is a little uh, behind the thing. Wes Craven got the funding for this movie by filming a porno in 1975 called Angela the Fireworks Woman. (laughs) He was in it and his name was Abe Snake. Shut the front door. I figured that would have been your coup de gras. No, that was that was not in my notes. I guess I should. Oh, wow. I should that have looked like, beyond I mean, IMDb well, and uh, shame on you. This time. <laughs> it was a, it was a kept quiet. I mean, not kept quiet, but not it was something way overlooked for his career. Well, because everybody says this was his second movie, and like the super nerds, are like ah, no, the technically the second movie was, was a porn. <laughs> Like those fat nerds in the memes. Well, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> aliens. Okay. Just aliens. According to the research I did in my dwelling over the past seven months. In my dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a hobbit. <laughs> in my <Right>. dwelling. <laughs> uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, let's discuss this fucking train wreck yeah, of a movie. Well, I was going to say, I was like, this was my pick. So uh, if you guys hated it, I apologize. I, I, I can honestly hear more about West Craven's porno. To develop, so mm-hmm. I liked it. I I liked it, but I had the misfortune of seeing the remake first. So I feel the remake is 10 times better. I uh, can understand that. This movie Gita? has a rape scene in it. So automatic points off uh, any movie that has to go to that length is trying too hard. Well, then I guess we should not do Last wow. House. Wow. I was thinking that, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, from Last House on the left. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and, uh, and Spit on Your Grave. I guess that's out of the fucking. Yes. Uh, can we try to veer away from them? Because I will always. No, that's that's fine. No. Anyway. I mean, I'm not. I know. That's the one thing that bothers me in horror movies is that. No, dude. Well, and it We should. watched a Bigfoot movie like today. It should, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, you're right. But sometimes there's something wrong. But sometimes if they're grasping for that, it's just for the pure shock because they're like, we got nothing else. So we're just going to go with like the ultimate like that. And obviously, like everybody big knows the big granddaddy of Serbian film. Uh, never, you know, we'll, we'll never watch that. I, nope. Never. I'm I'm right there with you. And you know what? If our listeners fucking say, fuck you guys. Well, well sorry. You guys. But anyway, um, I like parts of this film. I like scenes of this film. I like what this film is, but I feel like this story can, uh, it has been done better. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I, yeah, okay, I can agree to that, and I do agree with Chad. The, um, I mean, the remake is amped up, right? But this was also 1977 for right. a movie like this. I mean, you had Halloween coming a year later, you had Chainsaw before, which was raw, but this was different than those two in general. So, well, you know what you you didn't know what you were gonna get. Yeah, I mean, we all know what this is all based off of is the Sonny Bean story, right? Yeah. So, which. You know, some people say is real. More than likely, it's probably a fabrication of a story, but whatever. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We're not going down that fucking hole. Uh, Rabbit holes today. Yeah. Just little ones. Um, (laughs) Oh, little rabbit holes. (laughs) But I'm right there, actually, with Chad. I saw the remake first, which I absolutely love. And then I watched this one, which I did fully appreciate this movie. I'm not going to say like it like, 
okay, spoilers to jump ahead of the podcast. Does it hold up? No, that's why there's a fucking remake and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, the remake dude is still this whole movie, like at least the first half okay. and they tweak it towards the end. I mean, it's still, this movie had some crazy scenes. It was totally Wes Craven with the fucking booby traps and all that other shit. Booty oh class. yeah. But yeah, boo. Um, but no, it's, and actually one of our uh, listeners brought it up and funny she did. Cause uh, she wanted us to discuss the remake against this as well. And this is the whole reason I actually picked this movie is when we originally were picking movies, I wanted to do a re <clears throat> a remake versus original discussion. Right. But which is naturally going to lead to, but right. But you have to start with the original and then do the remake, yes. especially with this, because if you start with the remake and go backwards, there's no point. Well, I feel like we actually have to go to number two before we hit the remake. Yeah, boy. Yeah. The slasher sequel. As terrible as it's going to be, we're all going to ride that train wreck together. John, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, as, as terrible as that's going to be, it can't nearly be as bad as the dentist part two is going to be. Brace yourself. <laughs> oh, I love that tagline, though, dude. <laughs> so there's one clip I want to play for you guys uh, so I can get your thoughts on this. A little bit of live commentary. Fire away. But when Martha had this one, something went wrong. This thing she gave me, something happened. He was so big. He came out sideways and almost tore poor Martha apart. He weighed 20 pounds and was hairy as a monkey. When he was 10 years he old. He literally gave birth to Sasquatch. He was as big as I was. Accidents were happening all the time. Dogs falling in the well. I even found chickens with their heads bit off. Yep. Then in August of 39, I was in town getting supplies. And the whole damn house burned to the ground. <laughs> my little baby girl was a cinder when I found her. But this monster kid wasn't even singed. I knew he'd done it. I hit him with a tire iron and I split his face wide open. How bad was it? I thought I'd killed him. I was afraid they'd come and take me away. So I took him out on the desert and I left him there. I figured if he wasn't dead, he couldn't live more than two hours out there in that heat. And then it would all be over with. And do you think his ghost is still trying to track you? That was a long time ago. Long enough for him to steal a whore that nobody had missed. Long enough to raise a parcel of wild kids. Long enough for a devil kid to grow up to be a devil man. Damn. What would you like to know, TJ? What are your thoughts on that whole fucking scene? It, I love it. Uh, yeah, I, it's exposition uh, as to what what we're going to see, I feel. Mm -hmm. So I like it. But I would definitely say uh, acting-wise, jumping ahead a little, a teeny bit over the top. But at the same time, it's emotional, so it works. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, so no, 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 it, no, no, I actually like that scene. How do you feel the music? It was actually, what was that? The music in the specific scene. 
Like the, that little fucking piano. I think it was, oh. nice. it was nice and suspenseful. Yeah. And they have Go ahead, John. Sorry. No, I was going to say they give you the good old jump scare, dude. You know what I mean? Like, and that dude's fucking huge compared to that little guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like fucking my size. <laughs> right. He's like some six foot five motherfucker. The dialogue through. is so strange. Yeah. Um, I, w- I would definitely say the piano fits. It's suspenseful mm-hmm. yet quiet. So, it, yeah, I like it. I think Quick it question. Really well. um, with this one, and I feel like it, I, I could be wrong, but was this one actually ever said it was a nuclear testing facility? Because they only said it was an Air Force weapons range. When they're driving through, they're looking at the map and saying that it was used for some kind of nuclear testing. Did it? Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't think Wes Craven actually said the first one was that. Because I, I didn't think they were mutated by that. They were just cannibalistic hillbillies. I always took it as and they then, were mutants. Oh, good. Yeah, I always took it as they were mutants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like I said, it was only kind of marginally said when they're driving through and uh, they're looking at the map saying, you know, different points of what they're pla- passing through. And the only mutated okay. looking one is Pluto anyway. Right. Right. You get that sweet uh, little. Mars had those really sharp yeah. teeth. So the mutations are very limited. Right. I, if you want to see mutations, Toxic Avenger. And um, oh my god, dude! You gotta remember the time it was made for the budget they had. Well, on that, on that budget, they made Halloween with a mask. There ain't no way you were getting mutant mutations out of this. I mean, they did have the uh, what was it? The art director from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah, Bob Burns. Bob Burns. Bob Burns. Okay, Chad. Hit us with the notes and behind the scenes. The similarities mm. to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre were intentional as Wes Craven was a huge fan of Toby Hooper's film. He considered his film part of an homage to it. When originally submitted to the MPAA, the film was given an X rating, which would have relegated it to the porno circuit and severely hurt the box office returns. But apparently Wes Craven is uh, no stranger to that. Thank you. Uh, so he cut the film enough to secure an R rating and the original director's cut is thought to be no longer in existence. I would also like to add that I feel like it's barely an arc by today's standards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, PG-13. Yeah. PG-13. Uh, I don't know. The rape scene would probably put it up into our territory. Agreed. Uh, yeah. According to Wes Craven, the idea of actually having the baby killed in the film was considered. However, the cast and crew strongly opposed the idea, saying they would leave if the plot went that route. Thankfully, they didn't. I would have done the same. Like, could you imagine? Although... Though, if if you watch the little, uh, I think there's like an hour documentary, documentary. like the actors talking about it. There's the dude who plays Bobby, and he was he said he remembered people like chanting "Kill the baby, kill the baby." You know, God damn it, Bobby! <laughs> I knew it was gonna be used. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was be fucking used. <laughs> okay, so. Wes Craven's oh, so quiet. <laughs> I thought John was going to say something. <laughs> Wes Craven's original title for the film was Blood Relations. Producer Peter Locke disliked the film, the title. Uh, numerous titles were then considered, and they tested best under the title "The Hills Have Eyes." Although Craven himself initially disliked the title. Can we play the Acacia Strains "The Hills Have Eyes" at the end of this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Continue. Star Michael Berryman said he was once. Once watching the film in a theater, when a woman in front of him said aloud, this movie is sick and depraved. He then thought it would be funny to lean over her and said, you're damn right, lady. This movie is sick. (laughs) 
According to star Robert Houston, the audition process for the film depended a lot on whether or not an actor could cry on cue. Uh, about 55 minutes in, Virginia Vincent's reaction to being shot was quite genuine as there was a mishap with a squib planted under her robe. Oh. A small explosion caused her a deal of oh. pain. She was briefly <laughs> taken to the hospital. So a squib yeah, went wrong, exploded the wrong way, and boom. Yeah. Oh, shit. The dead dog used as a stand-in for their, uh, their dead uh, beauty was actually yep. a real dead dog they bought from the uh, no sheriff's department. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, according to Wes Craven, the film was shot on cameras rented from a famous California pornographer. So there you go. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Fucking A. Way to go. shot this right in the valley, man. <laughs> if we ever review that shot. movie, <laughs> that, would, that would be the more part of the gore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to Susie Lanier Bramlett, whoever the hell, the tension was at first quite high when the crew prepared to shoot the scene where Pluto rapes Brenda. As a gag to break the ice for everyone, uh, she and Michael Berman started making out during the first take, and the whole crew started Ooh. laughing hysterically. There you go. Hey, you got to do it. Pluto getting it in. Okay, so Mer- Michael Berman's condition. Um, how do you say this? Hypohadriotic <laughs> ectodermal dysplasia means he has a lack of sweat glands, among other things. Despite this, he worked on the movie for five months and 100 plus degrees heat out in the desert. Woo! Uh, yeah. Auditioning for the role of Ruby required the actresses to have a foot race. When Wes Craven <laughs> shouted for the actresses to go, Janice Blythe stood behind for a moment, then after a moment took off and beat all the other actresses to the finish line, which gave her the role. Interesting. Many of the props in the Farrell family's cave were from Bob Burns' previous previous project, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Janice Blythe said Wes Craven kept insisting she be covered in more dirt throughout shooting because she looked too pretty to have been living in a desert all of her life. In an interview, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. I'm going to skip that. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Producer Peter Locke has a memorable cameo as Mercury, the imbecile sounding gang member with the feathered headdress who's only spotted twice throughout the film. Firstly at Fred's garage and secondly communicating with Mars and Pluto using the radio. Hmm. Oh, baby. Right? Uh (laughs) So the movie was actually inspired. The movie was actually inspired by something that actually happened to Wes Craven. Uh, It happened to him while taking a motorcycle trip with his wife. They stopped in a small Nevada town. A trio of locals shot an arrow past his head and insulted him. When Craven threatened to sue them, they replied they could easily kill him, leave his corpse in a nearby salt mine, and no one would ever know. Interesting. No shit. Yeah. Hell of a way to go. Uh, Janice Blythe at first refused to pick up the rattlesnake in the film. Producer Peter Locke tried to convince her to pick it up, but she said she would only do it if he would do it, too. So he quickly touched the rattlesnake, and then she picked up the scene. Picked up the snake for the scene. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like what we were talking about, it's based on the legend of Sawney Bean and his family, a feral clan who inhabited and roamed the highlands of Scotland's East Lothian County near Edinburgh in the early 1400s. They captured, tormented, and ate several transients. They were eventually captured on the order of Scotland's King James, were judged to be insane and executed without trial. The executions of the Bean Clan all allegedly involved grotesque torturers, inspiring the aspect of the film that the Carter family became as brutal as their attackers when they seek revenge. Okay, that's Fuck yeah. intense. Originally, the ending of the movie wasn't as abrupt as it is on screen. Apparently, uh, the ending was supposed to show all of them getting back together at the trailer, 
having a uh, reunion. The ending that TJ and I saw did do that. What? Yeah, it didn't do the abrupt red ending after he stabbed fucking Mars. Oh, shit. It, it, it showed him with his baby walking, and then he met up with the brother and sister, and then they walked into the sunset. It was all like... No shit. That's fucked up. Wah, wah, wah. I kind of actually like the abrupt ending, though. Honestly. Yeah. Like, it's... I mean, the other one is, like, nice if you want oh, that, like... Oh, okay, I like the, the abrupt okay. ending! <laughs> right? <laughs> we were talking about which version. How did your movie end, Bobby, when you watched it? Uh, mine ended with the, um, the car exploding at the end. And then it carried on from there. I only just watched the ending a little bit ago when I found it. Like the actual, actual last scene, though. What was it? Um, Bobby didn't watch the movie. I did watch the movie. <laughs> I had to watch the ending before I got on the damn podcast. It was the normal ending. The, what the, I consider the normal The ending. abrupt red stabbing ending? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. Yeah. I didn't see any. I didn't know there was another ending for this movie. Well, this is just like pieces all over again. Right. We saw like a different cut of a movie. Hey, let me just say thank you, TJ Dropbox. Yeah, yes. Uh, greatest idea ever. Fucking right. I'll be blown up next week's pick. I didn't even bother. And the tra- fact that I can stream it right to my Xbox without fucking I didn't, I didn't even bother trying awesome. that just because I was already halfway through the movie when you finally got it working. I get some decent Fair. copies. Uh, this was a good transfer. It, it was. was. I saw it. That's what he was yeah, watching when I yeah. came in. It was, it was very good. Uh, originally, the film was going to be set in a forest in 1994, and most of the major cannibals were adolescents. The baby was also not stolen for food, but for a perverted religious ritual. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's really going fucking ham. Uh, I will never have kids. <laughs> for, the scene, for the scene where they're actually eating uh, Big Bob, they yeah. were actually eating a leg of, ro- leg of lamb roast. Oh. Sounds pretty good. And uh, what's his tits said it was delicious because they said they were fucking starving. Yeah. They didn't eat for like 24 hours or some bullshit while they were Can filming. you reiterate what's his tits? <laughs> what's his tits? Uh, what's his yeah. Tits? Uh, this is the dude who was eating it. Fucking Jupiter. I can't think of his real name right now. That isn't cranberry sauce already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since we're bringing up what's his tits, I just want to bring up just for the hell of it and just to just because Jared loves it so much. Oh, hot tits Brie Larson. Hot tits. I just love talking about hot tits. And uh, okay, the quote, my good old self, Kevin Feige, great filmmaker, Brie Larson, great tits. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when you said that on Dubac. T-shirts. Okay, so listen to this. And this is my last little bit, but Craven originally considered collaborating with Sean S. Cunningham. <laughs> on a horror children's film based on Hansel and Gretel. But Locke wanted the film to be more in the vein of The Last House on the Left, so that's how we got uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Okay. Nice. So that's all I got for the behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, it's... Uh... It's a short and sweet movie. Yeah. Not a lot. And I, my Dude. One of my biggest complaints for the movie was the inconsistencies in uh, Papa Jupiter's makeup effect. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because if you notice, the scene where he's eating Big Bob, there's like an extreme close-up of his face, and his nose just looks really gnarled and fucked up. But later on, the end of the movie, it just looks like a, it's like a light scar, especially the scene where uh, he and Pluto are just are running down the hill, going to the uh, the trailer, and there's like yep. almost no makeup on him at all. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's like somebody just took a marker and fucking just drew it a lot. Yeah, but for the close-up, I know this is a really good-looking makeup effect. Right. But yeah, I saw that, and it bugged the hell out of me. Okay. But it's uh, it's funny that you, like, you know, the notes were short and sweet because they're not a lot. Because, dude, this one was kind of a hard question, one for me to think of. Um, And I got one, and you guys probably know. But uh, why is... Ruby not named after a planet. I was thinking that today, too. That's funny. I was just sitting there. I'm at work and I'm sitting there thinking about the movie. I'm like, why was everybody else named after planets slash gods and she wasn't? That is a good question. Now, if you watch the documentary, here we I go. believe Wes here Cravens. We yeah, here we go. Uh, Wes Craven says that and as corny as it is. He or he wanted her to be the gem of the family, hence Ruby. Ah, ah, interesting. All right, makes sense. Get that douche. Yep, douche of the movie, guys. Uh, I I don't even know. The gas station attendant. You can't even say he was a douche. He warned him. Yeah, I'm gonna say actually no, no. The father. Come on. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. The dad. Big Bob was kind of an asshole. He was a dick. You're right. He decided to go down the road that they shouldn't have went down. Come on. What the fuck? Or was it Doug's mustache? (laughs) Hey, don't you you diss on Doug's mustache. That's my favorite character. Mm. Bro, that (laughs) was a... But that's a sweet fucking porn. It was. I hope he came off of Wes Craven's other movie right before. (laughs) (laughs) He had a porn stash and... probably go look it up, wouldn't doubt he did. He had a porn stash right. and a bowl cut. Let's just right. say he was called Daddy on both films. Oh. Anyway. Uh. Oh, 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 yeah. But the yeah, douche of the movie, the father, he was he was a douche. Especially like he's driving down the road and just snaps and screams at everyone. Uh, yeah, out of nowhere, which I do like. But at the same time, it, in real life, is not called for. Right. <laughs> hey, man, it's that big Bob. Big Bob's too. Okay, guys, are we ready for the questions? Let's lay this off. Favorite kill? Uh, mine would have to be the old crucifixion. Yeah, the cactus that, in the mouth. Yeah, the, the burning on the crucifix. Yes. That, uh, well, I was going to say that, but I can't not. I don't want to just jump on the train because I will say that is the one thing I wish they kept in the remake. TJ, why are you standing there posing like you're doing the fusion dance? (laughs) I'm pointing at John. (laughs) That's Bobby. Fusion. I'm all all posing Um, now. Pose. Give me your muscles. I didn't do the dance beforehand. Before I got (laughs) it. God damn it. No, man. Honestly, I. uh, (laughs) Just fucking chair just bust. (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot of the chair. Bobby is down. The killing machine is down. I'm going to have to say uh, when Beast uh, kills fucking, what's his name there? Uh, Pluto. But I don't think he really killed him. Isn't Pluto in the sequel? Yes. Yeah, but I think yeah. the sequel is like a bunch. Okay. <laughs> Not to like flash forward. The dog has a fucking flashback in the sequel. What? Yeah. Just saying that's where we're going, Chad. So just buckle the <laughs> oh fuck up. <laughs> now, now it's worth the watch. I think my favorite kill was actually also the dog, but when he just knocks Mercury off the fucking cliff and he falls to his death because it was so random. No! You, know, you know who that was, right? Yeah, that was the producer. That was Peter Locke. 
Yeah, I love that that was his cameo. They're like, yep, just come in 30 seconds, dressed like this weird fucking Native American hobby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh... Oh, here's a question for you. How the dog know to pick up the radio? Smart fucker. He's a good boy. Right? That's good boy. He's a good boy. Hey, I got by. Although maybe well, a I, trained him because he was police, you know. I was just, you know, Ooh. I was just thinking about that, John. He was a former police police officer. He could have had that dog from the police force that's too. A, that's that's a good retired him and the dog at the same time. I'm, you never know. Did you guys notice that this was also a uh, a dual revenge movie? Yes. Not, not only with the family, but with the dog. Because oh, yeah. died, so the dog gets revenge. Yeah, because they killed his bitch. They yeah, killed your then, bitch. Uh, fucking asshole. And then yeah. gets his revenge. Come on, Bluto. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm still, still going to go with the fact that he's just a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, until you fuck with his bitch like they did. Okay, bro, boys. When, uh, what they did with the dog in the, in the remake, when... Uh, was his name Doug in the remake? I can't fucking yeah, remember. I, I, I don't remember. I, it's been a while. Hey, guys. But what's when your best scene? Character... What? John, what's your best scene? We're still talking. <laughs> what are you talking about? The remake? We can't talk about the remake. Fine. Right. <laughs> talking about the remake. Best scene? Yeah. All right. Best scene is using their dead mother as a decoy. <laughs> I remember having when we did that. Mine, that was funny. Having a trip mine hooked <laughs> up to a fucking... The car to pull that was fucking awesome. <laughs> I I have nothing uh, else to say. You, on that. you just hey, watch it. Hey Johnny, you yeah. see the time we stole the baby? <laughs> they didn't know hey. we were coming. <laughs> <laughs> who, who else had chili something on going in their heads? I want my baby back, baby, 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 baby. Ribs. That's right. You want some baby back ribs, baby? Mm-hmm. We were gonna Get eat that, that baby. Sauce on it. <laughs> I ate a baby. That's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That isn't cranberry sauce, already. <laughs> no, it is not. So, uh, everybody answer best scene. Yes. <laughs> Actually, John was the only one that answered. Hey, Bobby. I what am. is your best scene? Oh, <laughs> uh, that thunder. Shit. Uh, the ending scene. I like the whole premise. What is that if you watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> with the with the random stabbing. Okay. I will say that dude definitely like when he hucked that rock, it was like perfect fucking shot in the middle of the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. I, I like just, that. I, I got. I think. I don't know if I'm gonna say fav- best scene, but I think one of my favorite parts was when Ruby picks up the fucking rattlesnake. It takes it over and it bites fucking Mars. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. My favorite that was part. A hell of a sh- is when I uh, go siphon the gas out of the car and they're having sex. Yeah. Cut his mic. You're going to light it. Hey, that gasoline's going to light up your life. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Moving <What>? on. Okay. <laughs> Did the opening scene hook you guys in? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. It was. It was just it's, a hit, or, it's it was, a hit or a miss. I would say really. there wasn't really I, I, much of an opening God scene. It. it was just scenic. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my my, scenic my headphones suck and they keep cutting out. Uh, oh God! Hold on, guys. Technical difficulties. No, 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 it's, it's just my headphones. It's not nothing here. It's just my shitty headphones. They're wearing out. I need a new pair. I agree with you, John. At the same time, there's nothing really to hook you in in the first scene. Yeah, but at the same time. 
when I saw the title, The Hills Have Eyes, that makes me go, okay, what does it actually mean? So now I want to see what it really means. It's a pretty cool so that, title. <laughs> I will give them that. I feel like all that you need is two words, and that's just cannibal hillbillies. And then that's pretty much it. Yee yee. It always starts with a random gas station in the desert. Chainsaw style. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Like he said, he was inspired by it. Can you blame him? The movie is about isolation. I was hoping there would be uh, more flips, though, when Bobby was doing them in the beginning. I figured that would like come back in the end. But yeah, there was there was no payoff for that. So you're, you were hoping just, for Ninja Bobby. Yeah, he was just being a dick at that point. He was just showing off to his sister. It's really funny that he had all the he was doing all those flips and shit. And then he fell off the fucking rocks and scratched the fuck out of his face. Which did you notice in one of the scenes? The scratch the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did notice that. Uh, the continuity <laughs> factor just couldn't stay consistent with this. Hey, no mess up is as bad as KMB's mess up on Jason Goes to Hell. They switched oh, yeah. the eye damage. Yep. They didn't have a proper answer for that either. When Kane asked them, he's like, why, why is the eye like this? They're like, ah, it's, we already made the makeup. Like, it's they're staying like, they're like, like, that's this. how we made it. Yep. That's exactly what they said. <laughs> so opening scene for me, uh, it just kind of set the tone for the movie really slow and drawn out. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it for me. Chad. Yeah. Not much else. To say. Yeah, I, I didn't really care much for the opening scene. It didn't really do much, but I think I have a little bit of a better uh, appreciation for it than you. Not much, but a little bit. Okay. Uh, best hits hottest girl. I'd have to say Ruby because she looks, she's like one of those meth head girls. She's down for anything. Uh, Oh my god, really? <laughs> I, I gotta disagree. Young D Wallace. You know what? That's a hot take, man. I, take. I respect I, that. I respect that. If you say so, all right. Um, I, okay, I, we'll I, give her the crackhead hotness. Like that's like that's like uh my name is Earl's wife, the ex-wife there. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I can't you know, I, I in all honesty I'm gonna pay you child support for just, the next 18 years. This was the one movie I just did not pay attention to that. <laughs> Bobby doesn't want to rock the trailer. Oh, by the way, no, I don't. I don't have a legitimate answer for this because I'm like, all right, I'm. I'm like, wait, I don't. I, I just don't have an answer for this one. So, by the way, sorry. funny story about this is last night as I'm sitting there at my computer watching this, I can hear my wife watching a shitty Christmas Lifetime Christmas movie. Like it's like really loud. I turn around to see what she's watching, and just as I turn around, I see the name D Wallace on her TV. No! I'm like, no shit. She's like, what? I'm like, she's in this too. And I hold up the hills have eyes. I'm also watching D Wallace. But a better D Wallace. Not some shitty right. Christmas D Wallace. Not a sellout. Okay. Uh, sellout. <laughs> <laughs> you sold out. Okay, anyway, uh yeah. Best hit hottest girl, John. Uh we go with D Wallace. That's that's yeah, young D Wallace. Yeah. She was she was hot back in the day. Yep. Okay, Bobby, you already answered. Yeah, I did. I, I don't. I legitimately don't answer. have it. His, his answer Bobby was no said answer. the mom. I did not say the okay. mom. Okay, Grandma, he's got that gill fever. Uh, did the score <sighs> set the mood? Yes. God. Sure. Oh yeah, totally. Really slow yes. and drawn out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> best song uh, was none. Nay. Na. What was he listening to on the radio before he put the headphones on? I don't even fucking remember. Yeah, you got me. I don't know either. I was just. Oh, fuck. I, was just I thought you had it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, I thought, we'll you go with that. I thought you had one and you were. 
Favorite character, mine would be Beast. Pluto. <laughs> I'm a fan of Michael Berryman. Pluto. Yeah, that's fair. How many movies he's been in, dude? It's oh, he's been like in quite a bit, probably. Oh yeah, easily. He, he's got a pretty extensive career, and then I think this is one of his like first ones. So I really I mean, I really liked his extended cameo in Weird Science. Yeah. Oh, oh with the biker gang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I watched. I, that I love that fucking movie. I loved him in Devil's Rejects as he's sitting there and the girl's talking Star Wars and he's over here like, oh, I fuck her. I'm like, wait. I'm like, that's, that's his cameo. Okay, fits perfect. Fucking right. He's over there vacuuming. I'm like, yeah, he's got a pretty chill life over here. He does, but like, how shitty is that? Like, they're, that's the only reason they call her. Like, listen, we need a weird fucking dude for her movie. And you are <laughs> Okay, boys. Uh, so moving on to Chad, you answer. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ruby. Okay, fair enough. Redemption. Ruby, your favorite character? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna say Doug. Doug. I gotta go with the stash, dude. That was sweet. Yeah, oh, shit, you could I ride that for him. days. Yeah. Was it scary? No, <laughs> uh, not by today's standards. No, by I no mean, means. But it was sh- it was shocking. At the y- time. You know what it was? Long yeah. and drawn out. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> What's that? I said, but you know what it was, long and drawn out. Does it hold up well, today was the next hey, question. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, for, we can't, first of all, if we've all seen the remake beforehand, it, it's hard to fucking be like, okay, yeah, this is actually like, you know, it holds up, blah, blah, blah. Um, but for the time, dude, like involving a baby in a horror movie, that is kind of like a big thing. And I could see where in the 70s that would be. Very, okay, but I've like, seen better paced movies in the 70s. Watch some Jallo films. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear anything about fucking pacing from you, Mr. Not one damn bit. Mr. Alone in the goddamn dark. No, just not alone. Just, just before dawn. Can you get the movie right? See, we haven't got to Alone sucked. in the Dark yet. Jack Shoulders first movie. That's how John, I know it sucked. John, I, how, I, how, how much time was it between the first and the second kill? It wasn't 80 minutes. It was like, yeah. like 100 something minutes. It's like an insane amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> God, another another minutes. fucking movie. Okay, moving on. <laughs> no, uh, we're not moving on. <laughs> do we all agree it doesn't hold up today? No, no, that's why we got a remake. Yeah, we've already touched on that. Okay, so acting good or bad? I think the acting was pretty good for this film. I would say it was, yeah, it was decent. Well, yeah, everybody put their best foot forward. Some was a little intense, but it fit the moment they were in. So, yeah. Hey, the fact that they were thrown out in the desert and they were working with what they could. Yeah, I thought they did a good job. You know, I wish we would eat that baby. <laughs> baby tenders are my favorite with a little honey mustard. Baby ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, this guy needs to get out of here. He's a fucking nuisance. Do you like the cinematography? I fucking hated the cinematography. Uh, I thought at times it, it, looked, it was very grainy. It, so it was uh, shaky. It was it was shaky. It was, it was a bit shaky, and I, I didn't like some of them angles. They felt very claustrophobic. It was kind of like a porno. Opened up a bit. Kind of like, it's a, porno like a porno. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind the claustrophobia because even though they're in the vast desert, I felt like that's how like they wanted you to feel because like you're surrounded by the hills, you have you essentially have nowhere to get to. But like everything was blacked out. Like you'd see a little bit of desert and then it'd be like darkness. A little bit of desert, darkness. A little bit of desert, darkness. darkness. Open those scenes up. I would love I would have loved to see like a like a wider shot. Of like fucking Pluto dashing through the fucking 
Uh, Maybe they just didn't. He couldn't afford the lights. Somebody. But that yeah. going back to cinematography, that was the scene that I hated the most. Was the scene of Pluto and Jupiter running towards the camera? Yeah, you're right. Because it just it went on for too long. Oh, and their little tribal weird fucking run there. Yeah, yeah. The animal noises bother me too. They look like they're coming straight out of hee haw. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, Bobby, cinematography. Hated it. Okay. I, 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 said I, one, hated, I hated it at the. For, yeah, I said I hated it. I did like that one zoom in on Bobby's face, like when he was like looked up and was shocked. Okay. I don't know. It was kind of like a nice like pan in. One sweet angle doesn't make up for a whole movie of the shit angles. And, and like and like I said, I did like the close up of Jupiter when he's eating Big Bob and the makeup effect, but. That was literally the only scene, the only shot like that that I liked. Yeah, I, yeah. My, my favorite shot was watching the the crucifix because it was so yeah. like I, again that could have been a wider not, shot. Yeah, because you really didn't get a good glimpse of it. Yeah. And it fit it fit well. The lighting of that one fit well. Other than that, no. Oh, lighting was superb. But I, I'd say for them sick angles, brah, they weren't there. Uh, no, premise, so premise, premium, yeah. premium premise. Yeah, can't get yeah. wrong with that, dude. Uh, yeah. Cannibalistic hillbillies in the woods. How many fucking movies have spawned from that premise alone? We're getting a new wrong turn, like right? Five of them right off the right. Yeah, with our boy it? Damien. And by the there way, wrong go. turn did it better. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen wrong turn, so if we review that, oh, I'll we've got that. it. I'm... One through six, marathon. Okay, boys. Oh, uh, I actually Christ. really like the wrong turn series. I heard number three is the best. Really. Really? Yeah, they're, 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 they have some uh, decent no. moments. I, I, so I do agree. They do have some decent I moments. I think I like two better because it had Kane Hodder. Okay. Hey, oh, yeah. rating time. Uh, I'm going to start it off with Bobby. What are we doing? Rating. Oh. <sighs> I'll be nice and give it a three. Okay. John? I'm going to give it a 3.3. Chad? Uh, it's a 2.75 for me, buddy. Like, I, I I love Wes Craven. I pretty much love most of his work. I'm going to give this a 2.5. But, but, but he was still this, cutting his teeth yet. This is... The, he was still trying to... He was building. So I love the movie for what it is. Yeah. But to know that what was coming after, because obviously we're here now. We weren't there when we didn't know what was coming. Yeah. It's, this this was a stepping stone. Uh, that's a Gormore rating of 2.8, by the way. That works. After this, then he just got 10 million times better as Nightmare on Elm Street. Covered. Elm Street, um, Deadly Friend, the Scream series. Let's, no, let's not go there. Let's not ever go Oh listen. my God, I threw up in my mouth. Oh, the fact hey, don't that, be mad because he did successful with that shit. Wait, 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 Come wait. on now. The fact that he came back and produced the remake of Hills of Eyes also, I thought was awesome. He's like, yeah, I'll fucking help remake my own movie. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, but Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi did the same with uh, Evil Dead. Even too. Uncle Sean did. Who? Yeah. Sean Cunningham. Sean Cunningham. 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 Old seventy-year-old man. You're a Cunningham. Uh, <laughs> I don't like him. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Are we, you going to meet him, though? You have to meet him. Oh, we're going to meet him again. We're going to meet him again. I never we, met him. <laughs> we got to troll the fuck out of him again. I'll bring Jason Goes to Hell stuff up for him to sign. I'll be either dressed up as Jason or Terminator, so I'm not really worried about it. Mm -hmm. So, and you guys watch any cool horror movies lately? Mm. Did I watch? No, I watched something. Now, give me a sec. 
Disney Plus, unfortunately, has infected this house and has taken over for the last week. So I will fully admit to that. I've been watching the new Creep Show off and on. I got to go and watch that. Um, Me too. I'm behind. And then I watched a movie called Contagion. Does that sound about right? Or Containment. Containment. Called Containment. I saw, I there know, was one I called saw Containment. That was like a shitty Netflix one, I thought. Contagion is. Containment is an older film. I th- Does it have Tom Tolls in it? Yeah. Okay. Then that's what it was. By <laughs> it was the like way, Corey uh, Kaufman. I just want to interrupt. Uh, we really need to uh, play some commercials. Oh, my God. Dale. Every episode, it happens. We got to make sure it happens. Uh, All right. Well, uh, I'm going to laugh at the one. You already know what it you is. You guys can't laugh at this. You guys got to take this seriously this time. No laugh. Define, cereal. define seriousness. Super cereal. Super cereal. Stop it, Bobby. I am not Stop taking this cereal. This, this sucks on so many fucking levels. <laughs> Creepy girls, do you like spooky things in horror movies? Then Cabin 13 has the stuff for you. Check out their selection of horror-themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles, and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit Cabin13.com and buy something, or I'll kill you! Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, busts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. Hey, you out there. <laughs> hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you aren't wearing Dubak merch. Take your ugly ass over to dubackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus, just like us. Graveyard Classics. Horror-themed tees and posters, professional in-house screen printing, and clay prints. Powered by Death Style Art and Graphics. Go see what you can dig up over at GraveyardClassics.net. Come on down to Mask by Lance. Premium Friday the 13th custom-made hockey mask. Down there in Tennessee by Lance McKinney. Find him on Facebook and Instagram over at Mask by Lance. Go order one now, boy. <laughs> and that was your Gormore ad block as recommended by Dale Silva from Cabin 13. Guys, that is always a fucking hoot and a half. <laughs> it really so uh what is next week's pick by the way pumpkinhead pumpkinhead uh, speaking uh, of pumpkinhead uh, i just had jeff burr who did pumpkinhead two on there is a lot of horror alumni a part of that movie and a lot of them starring in it mm-hmm. it's gonna be a wonderful film. now your it friend josh is doing a pumpkinhead cosplay isn't he oh yes he is really? he uh he uh announced it and uh I'm fucking stoked to see what he's really going to do. He got his uh, hands on plans for the original feet and everything. No shit. So he's going to be able to walk like him and everything. Oh, he will be good. (laughs) (laughs) He, he, he don't fuck around. Like that is going to be one very elaborate costume. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see that shit. Now, is it going to be the, the original pumpkin head or is it going to add on the wings that he had later? No, he's going to, they're going to be original as far as I know. Nice. Fuck the wings. Get them goddamn wings off of that. You guys pick up any horror stuff recently? Friday no. the 13th, part five, the, the new beginning Roy figure. Did you? Nice. Uh, what else? Did you get two, one so you can open it, one so you can box it? 
No, I never buy two at once. I, I buy one, open it, go back for the other one. I, I eventually do. Everything happens that way. Uh, what else? I don't remember if I – I don't fucking remember if I bought anything else. I got a couple VHSs. I have Evil Dead 1, 2, and 3. Did I talk about this yet? No. Up Not here, I, I got some really cool editions of uh, Evil Dead 1, 2, and Army of Darkness. Uh, chat, I'll turn on the light here for you there. Uh, they're pretty, pretty much for the display purposes, seeing that they're tied into the Jason Goes to Hell. So I'm trying to get all the Jason Goes to Hell tie-in movies up in that shit. So nice. I'll probably have some. So you got to get, you gotta get the hidden. Do you have the hidden? The hidden don't even start. <laughs> <laughs> Adam is screaming at you right now. He's he's in his car listening to this, just screaming at you. Yeah, Bobby, you're not pendant buddies anymore. Yeah, you aren't a pendant pal anymore. You're not his pendant pal. You just, you just fucked that up. Oh, I'm gonna go my trip. Oh God, his his audio just fucking shit to bed. Well, his camera's froze too. Oh God, what's going on? <laughs> oh, he's gonna. Okay, he we're gonna continue on talking about horror. John, did you pick up anything recently? Uh, no. But I'm gonna use this moment to shout out a couple uh, gorehounds, if you don't mind. Go for it. Um. Actually, one of them is Bobby's friend, Renee, I believe. Oh, Ra- uh, uh, Rain. Yeah, she's all. She's a friend of mine. I met her through Josh. Yeah, she, uh, she's she been chiming in a lot, uh, giving us good feedback. So shout out to you. Thank you for that. That is awesome. And, you like uh, feedback? Everything. Thank, you, good, thank you, Rain, for all the feedback. Hell yeah. And, uh, of course, RoboFuck as well. Uh, he's speaking, always in there. Speaking of RoboFuck, did you see he recommended Christine? Yes, I did. Yes, that is one of my first, favorite all-time movies. That could be one of our first uh, fan picks. Dudes, I saw Christine uh, back when it was originally out in a drive-in. So I saw a movie about Old a killer fuck. car in a car. <laughs> Who are you with in the car, can I ask? I was a little kid, so my family. Oh. Damn. No. Oh, all I right. He's not that old, you fucks. Well, I didn't know if it was going to be like the beginning of... Uh, what the fuck was it? Blood, Blood not, was it Blood Rage? Blood Rage. Yeah, it was yeah. Blood Rage. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's not cranberry sauce. I'm that watching that movie next week, dude. I'm watching it too, probably, definitely. Probably Wednesday night. You're not going to watch Thanksgiving? What? Thanksgiving is on Thanksgiving. Oh, um, you got to watch that build up. Right. See, like I got to... So like my our family movie that we watch with the family before I get in the horror is like Adam's Family Values. Like that's okay. what I consider like a good Thanksgiving movie. While you're doing that, I'm watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, now there's a good one. <laughs> a fucking car. A fucking Mustang. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. By the way, I'd like to say that no, I have not added any new horror collectibles. And I am actually actually kind of short one now. Because last week, while we were recording our Gormore episode, my wife decided to decorate the house for Christmas. While doing yeah. said decorating... While doing de- said decorating, she accidentally knocked my old Cinema Fear Part 6 Jason off the <laughs> shelf, and his head broke off. Should I show you mine? It's nice and autographed. The Part 6? I thought you just had the... Uh, Dick. I have Part 6, too. You're son of a bitch. He has everything. He has <laughs> fucking everything! You won't give me the Part 9, you little fucking shit! I'll fucking do I have two of those. But that one not, in the box not only did she do that, she did that and didn't tell me about it until yesterday. Oh my god, that is... Oh, 
we'll file so the papers tomorrow. We'll file the papers tomorrow. She, 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 really she said she she said she was going to replace it with the NECA one as a Christmas That's gift. That's not how it works. No, 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 no. You need like uh, five NECAs. Because you can't <laughs> well, that's what I told her. I said, it's not technically the same. And I said, believe me, the ne- get paying 30 bucks for that NECA. I said, that's a steal compared to what you'd be paying to replace that. Yeah, for sure. $200 with the autograph. $200. $200. Actually, it's about 110 on eBay right now. Holy shit. That's a lot of money, people. I, uh, by the way, speaking back to our last episode, I've uh, tried to still looking up to see if I could find that puzzle. And yeah. uh, nope. Nothing. Have we found? <laughs> okay. Any gore hounds? Have we found dark nips? <laughs> have we found oh. dark nips? I thought you found her. I have not found dark nips. Oh, oh, oh. No, I you also, just found the chick on the puzzle. That's right. I also want to add in that I was at the local Walmart in Dubois, Pennsylvania, and I found some NECA Jason figures up there. Bah, 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 bah. I was one of them. Yes, Bobby was yeah. one of them. The Nightmare Jason. Woo. That's right. Where, and I'm surprised you didn't too. buy it, goddammit. You show me you found me in a store and you don't buy it. How dare I, you? I really don't have the spare money for things like How that right now. It's $30. It's me. <laughs> he has children and Christmas is coming up. Yes. How many orgasms have you ruined, Bobby? <laughs> At least one, one that we as know far of. As I know with that. It's not my fault you put it next to your bed. <laughs> Who was that, Lance? That said that? Dale. Dale. <laughs> was it Dale? It was Dale. Yeah, he's like, I look up from while I'm having sex, and boom, there's you. And I'm like, hey, I wasn't put there. You put me there. <laughs> well, that technically made that a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I always like to say I've made it to thousands of people's homes. You don't know it. Starker level expert, and it cannot be beat. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you, uh, because you guys do the cosplay shit, you guys ever think about like all the people that just randomly sh- uh, stop and take a fucking shot with their cell phone with you? Like how many people you're just on a random ass fucking phone? That's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm probably on more than I would have ever expected. It's a weird thought, though, isn't it? Very weird. <laughs> but at the same like, time, awesome. girls, think about, I mean, Bobby, think about how many girls beat beat it to you, like, on I the red. Girls beat it to you? <laughs> Three times a week right here. You might want to... They're just fucking that. sitting in yeah, the room you, just smacking we... roast beef. Oh, Bobby! Oh, Bobby! Oh, I always wow. bust chops saying, that's to the mask. It ain't oh, they're busting chops. Either. Pork chops. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, that's to the mask that I'm wearing. It's not to the man. They like to wear you like no a mask. Clue who it is. Uh. Well, some do. Very, very few. Those who know me, that's it. By the way, I just want to kind of throw this out there. I had a weird interaction with a some random Facebook fan friend or whatever the hell she was, who messaged me the one day. This is shortly after I friended her. She asked, "Oh, how are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?" She's like, "I just had the most amazing orgasm thinking about Freddie and Jason." I'm like. Okay, <laughs> block. I am so glad the, I didn't get that from you. That was the creepiest thing I've ever had. I'm like, I blocked her immediately. I'm like, no. What the fuck is wrong with you? That would have been, Dude, that would have been automatic. I hope she's listening right, right now. Yeah, she was, that was nice. She was nice. I hope she's listening that. right now, flicking at the Chad's voice. <laughs> she's, yeah, she got well, she said Freddie and Jason. I hope I didn't take a picture with her now that I know this. <laughs> Now Every she's time from England, so Chad says not. roll that beautiful bean footage is when she starts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now I gotta be like, at Monster Mania, I'm gonna be like, oh shit. <laughs> How many oh, pictures am I gonna like, take? Which one that? is it? 
I can't uh, wait for this mania, dude. Son of a bitch. So next week we have what is it? Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead coming up. Oh, so that means that we need to do a Thanksgiving movie. That is our Thanksgiving movie. That's gonna be our Thanksgiving one, yeah. I think it works good. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin head. Yeah, I was gonna say that the title kind of works, so. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, and it's got Lance Hendrickson in it, so you know, that's always a plus for me. Right it's on. got Dick Warlock in it too. What's Dick our plans Warlock. for the rest of the year, guys? Let's discuss this while we're on air. These guys making like money. Well, <laughs> yeah, we did money discuss, shit done. We did discuss uh putting the list on hold and doing Christmas episodes for the four weeks of Christmas. That's what we did do, yeah. four weeks of December. We could do, do that. that. Yeah. Sure. Uh, there's four of us. We can each get a pick. Well, TJ already um, picked Jack Frost, so that's going to be our. Cha cha cha. That's going to well, be. Well, he actually mentioned to me that he wanted to do Jack Frost one and two. So if we want to yes. do a double up set episode, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, we can do it like we did uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night last year. Yeah. Okay. So right, you want Jack? Okay. Um, I'm gonna. My pick's gonna be Santa Slay. I already got that as well. So. Bill Good Goldberg. Bill. Move, bitch. <laughs> Um, can I do Krampus? I was gonna say sure. that, but if you want to do that, I'll I'll think of something else. Ah shit! There, I, I mean, there's there's <laughs> a few other Christmas. I mean, there's Black Christmas. Unless yeah, we just want yeah, to keep it cheesy, yeah. I'll pick. I'll go with Black Christmas. Black Whoa, Christmas. Wait, I've never I've never one? seen that. And I want to see it. So, oh, the original. 1974, right? Seventy six. Yeah, yeah, yeah do the original. original. Do the original. Okay, we'll finish off. Christmas with Black Christmas in time for the bullshit PG-13 remake. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that. Dude, I'd rather watch the bullshit 09 remake. Yeah. We should make the Jack there. Frost episode extra long. Like two hours. Well, I mean, can a lot of our episodes are already in an hour yes, and we half, can start so we're not that far. <laughs> but we got to do two movies, so we should probably keep that like maybe two hour mark. Uh, that way we can get through all of them. Because, okay, so yeah. so the lineup is going to be in no specific order: uh, Krampus, mm-hmm. Black Christmas, Santa's sleigh, Jack Frost one and two. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. those are our Christmas picks. Sweet. Wonderful, and you guys heard it fucking live. <laughs> or should we leave Jack Frost two for next year Christmas? That's your call, buddy. It's your pick. That's next year is sequelathon. True. So then do that. We should do that. We All shouldn't right. do okay. double. Let's not waste perfectly good movies. See, I think it was an exception for uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 because it's the first half a movie. 50 mi- minutes of the movie is the first movie. So. Yeah, it's literally half a movie. But the half that we got was pure fucking gold. Yes! <laughs> we need to watch oh, that again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, uh, I did watch a movie the other night, which we were talking about last time, um, because I, I was reading it was the 20th anniversary, but uh, End of Days... Mm. Yes. I dusted that off and I was like, you know, I didn't fucking give it. You dusted it I off. We were t- I did, dude. <laughs> hey, man, she hasn't been touched in a while. Ooh. But no, man, that's a, yeah, right. But no, man, that's still a good movie, dude. And fucking the 20th anniversary. So I was like, well, in case we don't hit it for the podcast, I'm still going to fucking. What watch other it. Christmas slashers are there? You want to fuck with me? You think um, you're bad, huh? <laughs> well, there's the remake of um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. Yeah, doesn't he want to run around like a flamethrower? It's not that yes. good. Uh, um, Christmas Evil. Uh, the Silent Night, Deadly Night remake is just called Silent Night. All through the house. Isn't there one called Don't Open Till Christmas? I think. I think so, yeah. Silent Night, Bloody Night. 
Uh, there's one called Elves. The Dorm that Drip Blood. There's, there's also one called Santa versus Krampus. Ginger Dead Man is technically a Christmas movie. Ginger Dead Man. Oh my God. There's Gary all Busey. sorts of. There's like three different, three or four different Krampus movies out there. Yeah. Yes. Ah uh, shit! What's the one? Okay. Um, Batman Returns. Technically, <laughs> there's a movie called <laughs> Santa Claus, C L A W S, and from 1996, from the co-writer mm. of Night of the Living Dead. Hmm. In what a point so? would become a batter cliche of the slash Santa slasher subgenre. A young boy named Wayne sees his mom having sex with a man wearing a Santa hat, so he murders them both. Santa oh, Claus. I know that movie. I've seen that. Jesus. So it's, uh, it's, it's, around it's, like, it's, it's interesting. It's definitely one of those where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. They, were just, they just literally <laughs> yep, took the concept and like, yo, right what if some kid was singing or was experiencing, I saw a mommy <laughs> kissing Santa Claus, but then just fucking snapped. There's a Tales from the Crypt? <laughs> Oh, what's the Tales from the Crypt one? All through the house. The original Tales from the Crypt movie from the 70s had it. And then it was also the first episode of the HBO series. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, side note, going back to the movie that we just reviewed. uh, This was National Lampoon's Vacation Gone Wrong. (laughs) Essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I never made that connection. That's really funny. I don't know, because didn't National Lampoon's Vacation (laughs) go wrong in the first place? Nobody picked up on it, so I just went, It's without the mutants. The rape and the baby. Right. You put everything else yeah. into there. It's got there. But anyway, guys, thank you for joining us on another episode of the Gormar Podcast. This is your host, the most, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christman, saying bye, bitches. This is Big Johnny D saying see you later, Gorons. This is your killing machine, Bobby and one saying fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. Wow.